0: Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Anti Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Enjoyed the podcast, everybody. I wrote the new three R's in education, respect, responsibility, and relationships, 15 years ago. At the time, it was difficult for teachers, parents, and administrators to buy into this philosophy. With the events over the past many years, I believe that this book has more meaning now than ever. I'll be sharing chapters of this book during the next 10 episodes of Anti-Bullying 101 with commentary and ask that you take a good hard look at the state of society, education, and our culture and consider what you hear and use the philosophy to facilitate change. Well, hi, everybody. As you just heard, I'm going to be sharing chapters from the new three R's in education, respect, responsibility, and relationships. And I really do want us to take a hard look at this. I'm going to be going chapter by chapter and I'm going to be including uh, in this some commentary. Things have changed over the last 15 years, and we have to be ready for it. So bear with me as I share the new three R's in education revisited. Introduction. Who should read this book? Often, I'll look at the title of a book and make a decision whether or not I think it would be worth reading or not. A quick look at the first few chapters in the table of contents usually helps with the decision, and I decide at that point, rather quickly, whether or not to make the book part of my library. The New Three R's is a book that was written to help anyone who works with children, has children, or is planning on having children in the future. The veteran teacher, as well as the first-year teacher, will glean insight and strategies as they work to teach, and develop greater respect in their classrooms, encourage greater responsibility in their students, and as they work to improve their classroom climate by developing more positive relationships. Elementary and high school teachers who work with students K to 12 will find that information and the strategies in this book will fit quite nicely into their classroom management toolbox. And they will come to realize that small adjustments in their technique and their attitude will slowly bring about large-scale change in student behavior. Aspiring teachers who are now in college will be introduced to the new 3Rs possibly for the first time, and as they start their career will realize the benefits of incorporating these very important, almost intangible elements into their classroom. Parents who struggle with the 3Rs in their home may even find it enlightening when they realize that they too can use some of the strategies in this book to improve climate in their home and improve their overall relationships with their children. More importantly, they too will now be armed with the same strategies used by their child's teacher and can work together with the school to improve their child's overall attitude and behavior. Parents will realize that small compromises that get made may actually be contributing to the lack of respect, responsibility, and to the deteriorating relationships that many families face today. And you'll find as as I move through this book, that I'm gonna talk about compromises that have been made. I've often said it, it is the little foxes that spoil the vines. And when we compromise, we slowly drift into the negative abyss and we're not even aware of it when it's happening. And we may not realize it if the compromises started when kids were two or three, but rest assured, at the age of 15 or 16 years of age, parents will notice it and they won't know what to do. And that's when respect and irresponsibility will be rampant and their relationships with their children will be strained. And that's when people start losing sleep at night. I believe that the most important thing to realize is that the new three R's are something that everyone wants. They're not qualities that can't be... They are qualities that can't be neglected in the home, in school, and in society in general. They're qualities that many successful people have developed well before they became an academic success. So, who should read this book? Anyone who believes in the new three R's, and they are respect, responsibility, and relationships, and wants to teach the new three R's to their children or young adults that they work with. Anyone who seeks change and has come to realize that it is impossible to teach the old three R's, which is reading, writing, and arithmetic, Without first introducing the new three R's and incorporating them into their classroom, school, home, or maybe into their life. Chapter 1. I'm angry, concerned, and I complain. My apologies for that. As you begin to read this book, you may notice a very angry or even complaining tone and rest assured I am angry, not bitter, just angry. Sometimes a person has to get angry in order to be concerned. It forces them to seek out solutions to a problem. It helps avoid apathy and the go with the flow mentality. I've spent time as a teacher, a school administrator, and have spent a great deal of time in faculty rooms. I've listened to the conversations that usually centered on students, parents, or, at times, school administration. The conversations were usually very professional, with teachers expressing their concerns to one another in a professional manner. What was amazing, though, was how the conversation would drift from being one of concern to one of complaining. Sometimes as the complaining started, I'd begin to complain myself, and when all of the complaining was over with, the bell would ring. We all felt better, and we all went back to our classrooms, only to meet again tomorrow to talk about the same topics. The interesting thing? Not one of us brought up a solution to one of the problems that we were talking about. And I mean real solutions, not a statement like, do you know what I would do? Educators do have the capacity to get angry. I was frustrated, stressed out, concerned, and yes, I complained. I complained and at times enjoy it. In the beginning chapters of this book, I may even appear a little hostile and be expressing myself in less than a positive tone. My apologies. I'm here to offer solutions to some problems that have plagued many teachers for the last 30 years. The same problems that I myself complained about with my colleagues in the faculty rooms when I was a teacher. How can we teach respect? How can we encourage responsibility? And how can we develop a classroom and a school climate where students and teachers coexist and get along? How can we? How can we deal with these issues. At the time of the writing of this book, which was 15 years ago, there were issues that I saw, and I saw it coming. I saw it right after Columbine High School. Kids didn't respect one another. Kids didn't respect adults. And the relationships that kids had were more clicky than real solid relationships and the relationships that they had with adults were strained all the time. So how are we going to turn the tide? This book again written 15 years ago we have the same problems today but at a higher level. As a young teacher I believed that my job was to teach the basics to my students. I was a special ed major and being a male, I always had the toughest kids with the behavior problems that kept them from being in any regular education classes. During my second year as a teacher, I was looking, working with a group of middle school special ed students who were classified as what was known back then as emotionally disturbed and who exhibited behaviors that would curl your hair. Teach the basics? Fat chance. I had to teach them how to get along first, which was a challenge to say the least. I was angry and frustrated and was always at a loss about what to do next. These students were disrespectful, irresponsible, and a fight was imminent each and every day. After my second year of torture, I finally realized that I couldn't assume anything and had to teach everything. I didn't know it at the time, but back then I began working on the new 3Rs. For no other reason but for survival. And I believe that's where teachers are today in many ways. They're in the survival mode. They go into school in some very, very tough school districts, and all they're trying to do is get through the day. Oh, every district worries about test scores, and every district worries about you know, getting federal funds because all the kids finish above average in terms of test scores. But the bottom line, no one's going to do well on a test unless they've mastered respect, responsibility, and have the ability to get along. And if they don't learn that first, you can forget the test scores. I started by just greeting the students by saying good morning and by trying not to be too judgmental. I did small things like calling the students at home to talk to them and making some positive phone calls home to their parents. The most important thing that I did, though, was to focus on respect, responsibility, and compliance. Compliance is something that is focused on very little today. I realized that years ago that it was far easier to have a positive relationship with students who were compliant rather than the students who were non-compliant. I also didn't ask for respect and responsibility. I demanded it through a system of accountability and consequences. Let's talk about compliance for a minute. What is it? Compliance. Is doing what you're told when you're told to do it with a good attitude. That's compliance. And oftentimes we ask kids to do things when they don't do it, we give them a warning, we give them another warning. By the time we get through, the kid realizes he has four or five warnings and can remain non-compliant. The only thing that works when you ask a kid to do something and they don't do it is a consequence. We're going to be covering good consequences in this book as we move along. So stay tuned. Keep listening to this podcast. Some of the students that I've worked with came from poor economic backgrounds, were dramatically behind academically, and by that I mean three or more years, and were angry and at times very violent. The only real help for them to make their way through the educational system and graduate from high school. If the old three R's were going to be taught, the new three R's had to come first. I came to realize that if these students were gonna have a chance, they had to leave school with basic reading, writing, and math skills. Slowly but surely, more time was being spent on the academics than on diffusing behavior problems in the classroom. Some of my students made it through high school, some didn't. A few had to be sent to added district placements when they reached high school because their behavior problems were so severe. I knew that I couldn't save everyone, and I believed even back then that the key to the 99 was the one. If you can only reach one student, do it. You may have a classroom full of 20 kids. Five of them may be out of control. You've got to get to one. Work on building those relationships with the entire class. One student may be the one that you reach. Because at times when behavior problems are poor... When bullying is at its finest, when kids don't listen, when disrespect is rampant, we may only be able to save one. But that one is important, and the key to that 99, or the key to your 20, is the one that you save. I taught in many other districts since then, and I've had my share of behavior problems. I worked in one district in 1984 as a high school teacher. That was not quite as economically disadvantaged as my first teaching assignment, but many of the behavior problems were the same, disrespect and irresponsibility. I stuck with my plan of always teaching respect first and responsibility. In 1996, I was now working As the vice-principal of a high school, I was looking out the window and saw two men coming into the building. When they got to the front desk, they asked for me. They came into my office and introduced themselves as Mark and Adam and said to me, we've been looking all over for you. Two men who were once my students in 1984 sought me out because they remembered me when I was working with them as students and enjoyed the relationship that we had. Truly, the key to the 99 is the one. Or in this case, it was the two. If there's any hostility, anger, or complaining tone in my writing, again, my apologies. I firmly believe that The qualities that have been discussed here need to be taught before the old 3Rs can even be thought of. Schools today focus on student test scores and are relying on state and federal monies to support their local budgets. Teachers can't teach and improve student test scores if they can't control an overcrowded classroom of disrespectful and irresponsible students who don't get along with the teacher or each other. My name is Jim Burns, and you have been listening to the new three R's in education revisited. You've just received the introduction and a reason why teachers might be hostile or angry at times when they have to contend with students who are such Chronic behavior problems that they can't teach. We're going to be covering roughly nine chapters in this book. We just went through chapter one. I want you all to pay attention. We're going to, revisit, we're going to be revisiting the, the new three R's. And you're going to see where they fit into your life today. And how they're going to be able to help you as you move forward. Because things are much different now than they were at the time of the writing, but I saw it coming. I saw the problem coming, and I wrote about it back then, and it became difficult for people to buy into it. I am going to leave a link in the episode description where you can purchase a copy of the new three R's in education, Respect, Responsibility, and Relationships. It's an immediate download, it's an ebook. You'll have it, you'll be able to follow along with me as we go through the book and possibly take some notes as we move forward. Once again, my name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. I appreciate that you're here. Please take the time, click on that link for the new 3Rs in education. Also, please donate. This podcast is critical to helping those who suffer from bullying or for adults who are experiencing tremendous disrespect from students or from other adults. Sometimes we are being disrespected ourselves as adults and we don't know how to manage it. So, once again, my name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Don't miss the next episode. Don't miss it because we're gonna be covering more about the new three R's revisited.